Hi guys, welcome back to the Two and Two podcast. I'm your host Angie, and today I'm with Joshua Alexander. Woo! Be outside, be outside. <laughs> <laughs> Actor, spoken word, award-winning spoken word artist, mm. Mm, might mm, I mm. add, and so much more in between. So today, Joshua, I want to start off with asking you, what are you most proud of that you've done either this year or just in life in general? Oh, that's a good question, actually. Uh, what am I most proud of? I think... It comes to humbleness. No, 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 because there's a lot of things I'm proud of. Yeah. But like, what am I most proud of? Yeah, like... Most proud of. On your list. You know how there's bare things that someone can say, I'm proud of you, yeah. I'm proud of you, but what do you actually... Like, what did you do and you thought, I'm proud of myself? This, like, the magazine, man. Let's have a the look. Magazine, Let's man. have a look. Genu- genuinely, yeah, like... Talk me through, what is this magazine? Right, cool. so... I've always, like, loved to help people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, in whatever way I can. Like, if you follow me on Instagram, <coughs> you know I always post people's stuff, right? Mm. And last year, I was like, how do I promote all of the people that I think are really doing their mm. thing, but in a way that's not momentarily, like, it's not just on my story for 24 hours. Yeah, but long story short, like, my friend, Hamela, shout out Hamela, she's a photographer, she's got a new camera, she just posted on her story, I've got a new camera, who wants to try it out with me? So mm. I was like, yeah, let me do that. Went to try out like, her camera, she took the photos, she sent them to me a couple of days later. They were editing. And I was like, sick. yo, these look like they could be in a magazine. Mm. That's when the idea came. I was like, bunny, I'm doing a magazine. This was literally like this time last year. And then... But you know, before that, did you ever think about doing a magazine? Never, ever. Mm. Magazine, where? I've never even made one in my life. Like, mm. this was a challenge in itself, like, which is why, like, the fact that I did it... I love that. Like, the fact I did it, yeah. Fam, like, the fact I did it, yeah. Like, I wrote... 10 out Guys, of the already first... from just the first page, like yeah, I love yeah. this magazine. You that's, know? That's Obviously, I've seen it online, story. but this is the first physical copy. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it actually looks it looks amazing. Yeah. And it's not a magazine, it's a it's a zine. A zine by <laughs> Hello Mutuals. Hello Mutuals. Yeah, yeah go on. So man. tell me about Hello Mutuals. What's going on? What's going on? So essentially, that's again, it's just like I think this magazine helped me to realize mm. that that was only like a branch of like a big idea I have. Mm. Essentially. When I'm rich and famous, I just want to have the status so that I can actually help people. It's not yeah, for myself. Yeah. It's so that I can fund people's dreams so that people can come to me and be like, yo, I have this film idea. Like, all I want for, for me right now mm. and for my people is for someone to be like, that story that you have, that script that you have, mm, it's hard. Mm. Here's 10K to make the film. So Hello Mutuals, does it basically connect creatives connect or does it give them a good platform to Both. put themselves it does free out things. Yeah. It does three things. It promotes creatives, mm-hmm. connects creatives to each other yeah. and connects creatives for paid opportunities. Love that. Opportunities slash paid opportunities because some mm. opportunities might not be paid, but they may be stepping stones to be, get to paid opportunities. That's a, that's really good because yeah. I know like as a creative, sometimes sometimes things are like few and far between. Like you can yeah. find a job now, the next month nothing. And so that's yeah. really good. So how, like looking at your creative journey, how have you navigated that without a platform like Hella Mutuals to connect you yeah. to other creators? Like what's your journey been like? To be honest, yeah. So obviously I've been acting for time. Like, mm. I've been acting since I was 10 years old. And like, I think... Naturally, because I'm like a friendly person, I'll make friends along the way. But it's like, it's really full circle the way mm. people come back into your life, or the way, the way people stay in your life, right? And from 10 till now, I'm 21 now, that's 11 years, like, I've met so many people. And it's like, I think that's why I just know so many people. It's just like, you never know who someone's going to be you in, do know in five years. People, yeah. yeah, like, you, you actually never know. Like, there's people who have helped me mm. now who I met six, seven mm, years ago. Mm. And it's just like, I don't know. I think that for me, anyways, I've just always 
stayed in contact with people. Mm. Do you know your like your family background? Is there anyone creative in your family? Like your mom, your dad? Yeah. Oh really? Mom, Go on. My mom used to not so much now. My mom, yeah. well, my mom right now is a therapist, counselor. You know, because your mom is the therapist, yeah, and that's your mother. Like she's yeah. the one giving you advice. She's the one you're talking to yeah, yeah. about your emotions and stuff. Do you mm. think that's impacted like how you handle your emotions, how you handle situations? Hundred percent. You've been more level-headed from the start. Not from the start, because my mum is something that my mum's like mm. gradually eased into. Like before, mm. she's just used to do like like parenting counselling, like mm. looking yeah, after yeah. parents, and then she gradually moved into like what she is doing now. Yeah. I'd say in the last like three years, because mm. I've done a lot of self reflection, yeah. I've been able to do it like with my mum. And do you? Yeah, I was gonna say, do you have them those conversations yeah, with your mum? Yeah. Like my mum, my mum through free therapy right there. You know, obviously to a degree. Like <laughs> mm. she, she's not allowed to be my therapist like that, but like. She just, the way in which she presents my problems to me mm. is in a way in which I haven't thought about it before. Mm, mm. And so a lot of stuff that I may have struggled with or like, like anger something I used to deal with bears before. Been not, there. Not so much now though. <laughs> yeah, thank yeah, God, yeah. Thank God. But that's genuinely because like, when I, my mum used to deal with that kind of stuff yeah. And it's so mad my mum was a therapist because when I look at my mum, she's genuinely someone who's done the work. Mm. So you look at her, you're like, you used to be like Wait, this. wait, sorry. When you say yeah. anger is something that you used to deal with, you need to elaborate yeah. on that. Like just internal anger. Mm. Like I'm never that. And person did it never? It never came out. No, it, it just came out in bad ways. Mm. And that's what my EP that's coming out next year Where is going to talk on. But the EP yeah, is yeah. called Archives of a Lost Saint. Yeah, and it's just about I guess like my dichotomies. In fact, I wrote down something the other day about like how to explain. So it's it. spoken word EP. Yeah, yeah? It's a spoken yeah, word yeah. EP, but it's a like because I don't want to sell it sell it short. So let me actually mm. read what I wrote. I wrote Archives of a Lost Saint. A reflection on my dichotomies, my psyche, my morals. I create this not only to guide people towards a better perception of me, but to give myself a new lens to look at myself through, a fresh start, hopefully it aids some healing mm. in the areas that I'm hurting in. So Archives of a Lost Saint is like some poems that I've written in a time where I was in a really bad place mm. and some poems that I've written from a place where I've come out of. Yeah, yeah. And it's just about like, I guess, just the dichotomies of just like, being a Christian and just mm. being a human, like mm. this life is ghetto, bro. This life is hard. And I think before I used to always try and be perfect. Yeah. But I think as I've matured and I've grown, I've realized that like I don't need to be perfect because God is perfect. Mm. But it's like just the kind of the maturity lessons I've gone through. You know, like most people that are like creative or artistic, or, like mm. write songs, for example. Most of them that I know anyway, it's like they need some sort of aid to do it. So I know loads of people that like drink to write a song, smoke to write a song. Mm. How would you say you channel your like creativity? Because I don't feel like you're re you really are that type of person. Would yeah, you? I'm not. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, like, I just think it's just the energy God's given me. Mm. I feel like I've got so much energy, but when it comes to like being creative, it's just a kind of like a space that allows me to channel that. Mm. So on a daily basis, I can't like my energy is everywhere. I could yeah. be like really loud. I'm just. Sometimes it's hard to actually regulate that. I think I have ADHD. I, need to I was that. gonna say, but you know what? I've told not to. I've been told not to self-diagnose people. Yeah, I have all. But the I was gonna say, do you have ADHD? I have all the symptoms. But to be honest, <clears throat> most people I know that have ADHD are very creative. But my friend that found out that she had it, she obviously got medication for it. And I always see on TikTok like people say when they get medication, it's like they realize that your mind is not supposed to be racing all the time. Like think about a million things. Yeah. She she literally told me like the other day. She said that the her mind is so quiet that she can focus on things like. She can think about one thing, whereas before it's like, I need to do this. You know, but then I need that's to do this. weird. What? Every guy that I know that has ADHD doesn't want medication or isn't on medication. Mm. Every girl I know that has ADHD has medication. wants medication. No, they have like they have it, and I hear the same thing. Mm. They're like, yeah, I can just focus my mind. It's a weird 
think I don't know. How do you focus though? You are you like pretty? I feel like I've learned to regulate. Mm. For example, like one of the things in ADHD that I searched up that I have mm. is like like cutting people off when they're talking because ah. you're eager to speak. Like that's mm. something I've had to teach myself. Like when I'm having a conversation with someone, to actually genuinely like calm down and listen. Yeah. Because before I used to do it to my friends all the time on purpose, like yeah. not on purpose, but like I used to do it without realizing. I should say. Personality that's got it. It's like she could start doing something like let's say putting the laundry away, stop midway, then go yeah, and man, do yeah, something man. else, Ask my leave mom. that, then go and do something I'll else. I'll start doing the laundry, and then uh, like a message will, will ping on my phone. I'm on my phone now. I'm on my phone for time. Like washing dishes. Yeah. yeah. If I have my phone with me, takes like an hour, bro. If I put mm. my phone away and I just listen to music, I can do that in 20 minutes. Mm. So it's like that's another thing. Tasks yeah. will take longer than they need yeah. to. Then there's the procrastination mm. because you've got it, it's hard to prioritize things in your mind because everything's jumbled yeah, up. Yeah, so yeah. it's like to do lists help me now. Now I do that. I'm like, mm. okay, cool. Yeah. Like right now, for example, these last three weeks of my oh, life. This have might been be a like wake up call for me as well. Yeah, like these last three weeks, yeah, of my life have been stressed because in a good way though, because I've got like so many things that I'm doing. So what kind of plans do you have for Helen Mutuals like going forward? This is like a big thing that's been on my mm. head. Like I don't think I realized what I created. Mm. I was telling my boy this the other day. I'm sorry, but you know, like, like obviously it's not where yeah. it's gonna go, but from where it started, I'm not like Joshua. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. Joshua, <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think that's normal? Listen, in March we're on 200 followers. Yeah, we're on 1,200 now. It's making a lot of sense. Uh, but my thing is like, what I love about that though mm. is that my boy was telling me the other day, Torin, yeah, he's actually in this magazine. He was like, it's crazy because. Not even everyone understands fully what Hello Mutuals is. Yeah. But they see you mm. and they believe in your vision so much. Yeah. Like, whatever it is, we're here. And mm. I appreciate that about my yeah, team yeah, because yeah. it's like, like, I've got so much loading in my head. It's yeah. just about give me time to really yeah. work out how to actualize that. That's mm-hmm, the best mm-hmm. way to do it. And I think that's that just comes in hand in hand with building the team. Because mm. right now, it's just me and Kobe. Shout out Kobe. Like, Kobe's my creative director. And yeah, yeah. Slowly bringing on people here and there mm-hmm. like in the last like week or so. Mm. So, yeah. Why are you looking like that? No, because it's like, not fully solidified, yeah, but it's, yeah, I'm yeah. excited because yeah. it, it actually is like happening. Like, yeah. We've actually got people on board who like, I think sometimes in this day and age, especially we're adulting, mm. people need money. Money is a real thing. Yeah. And that's the whole reason why I created Hell Mutuals. Mm. It's like, ask any creative, if money wasn't a thing, would you do what you love? And they'll say mm. yes. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of people that are in corporate jobs because they're trying to make money to fund their dreams. Yeah. So what I want Hell Mutuals to be essentially, in the grand scheme of things, Help further people. It's, it's just yeah. going to be something where money's not a barrier. Mm. You guys need, you want to go studio, you want to yeah. record your album, yeah. it's going to cost this much for studio sessions, fine, we'll fund it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You want to make a film, fine, let's fund it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That kind of stuff. So obviously that's a long goal. Yeah. And I didn't realise how much stress I put on my, not stress, but mm. how much of a big task I put in my hands. Mm. But I'm not what, rushing. with Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Mm. People are expecting, but I'm not working... At people's pace, mm. which is why I'm like, you guys can wait. All right then. No, 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 no. Because no, because I've yeah. I've done it. I've made a mistake before. Yeah. When you, as a creative, work at your own pace. Yeah. Because when yeah. you work at the pace of people, mm. everything goes to crap essentially. Mm. Like, I need to make sure that I know what I'm doing. I need to make sure mm. there's foundation so it can stand. So if that takes time, which is why right now I'm just focused on building a community, mm. a couple of events here and there, a couple of projects here and there, bringing mm. people together. You'll be watching from the outside. Trust me, hella people have shouted at me about mm. hella mutuals. Oh my days, if you have this, can you let me know? Of course, I'll let you know. You know, you you mentioned something about money and being a creative, yeah? Yeah. Like I said, it it can be, like, few and far between. So how do you navigate, like, the times where, let's say, there's not jobs or... Do you know what I mean? How do you stay motivated in those times and how do you keep going? It's interesting you asked me that. August Mm. was a 
beautiful job. Mm-hmm. 95% of the money I made in that month was with freelance. And I was like, you have to get used to it. Mm-hmm. Like, Bro, October has been a bit quiet still. Mm. That's the thing. It's so up and down. I think. It's so up and down. And that's why most people, like, you keep your job because you, you're funding other yeah. things. And then there could be a good month. Or, like, let's say you're actually on track for, like, six months and you think, I'm ready to leave this job. But then I feel like a job sometimes provides, like, security. Whereas if you were to go fully freelance, you want to be able to trust that, like, what I'm, everything that I've got going on is going to actually support me. The you know where I'm not fighting for my life. Okay, one thing that I would say to everyone doing freelance mm. here that I've learned, right, is freelance requires two things. It requires... Um, connections mm. and it requires um, a personal determination to be good at whatever you're doing. Yeah. What I mean is you don't want to meet someone and you say to them, let's say for example you're a photographer, you're mm-hmm. like, I'm a photographer, they're like, oh sick, can I see some of your work? And you either have no work to show them <sighs> or the work you do show them is crap. Oof. Because then now that's a missed opportunity. Yeah. What you want to do is you want to be able to meet opportunities with actual good work, mm-hmm. have a whole portfolio. Not in a prideful way, but I know yeah, I'm good at what yeah, I do. So yeah. if I say to someone, I'm a spoken word artist, mm. and they're like, we're looking for a spoken word artist, mm. and I show them, okay, well, here's my yeah. EP. Here's, I'm an award-winning spoken word artist yeah, now, yeah, so that yeah. kind of helps me as well. Yeah. Like, if I show them, this is my EP, yeah. this is my single, this is my Instagram page with all of the pieces I've written, and uh, they know that I'm living up to the expectations mm. that I'm saying to myself. So freelancing is just about, don't expect just connections to get you into yeah. rooms. Like, actually be good yeah. at what you do. Because I know people who, they're doing so well because they're good at what they do. And mm. Me, my thing is like, I'm always about excellence. Like, mm. My parents have always been um, parents who have supported my dreams. They've said, That's like, so you good. can do whatever you want, just don't be lazy. Like, mm. So it's like, if you're going to be an actor. And they probably believe in you, innit? Yeah. yeah. Fam. See, when I was younger, my mom was my manager. Have you have you responded to your agent's email? Have you done your measurements? Joshua, have you learned your lines for that tape? My mom was mm. on it with me That's more good. than I was at yeah. the time, anyways. Mm. It's like, if you're saying you want to do something, then cool, do it, but really mm. commit to it. And so it's like, I've realized that. Sometimes even when I catch myself not putting in a lot of the work because yeah. I have a bit of a name now, I have to remind myself, nah, bro, hard work is always important. Like, but you know, yeah. in terms of the portfolio thing, like, I feel like maybe there's people out there that want to get into the creative field, but maybe feel like... They don't they, have a portfolio. Yeah, and I've, I've, been, well. I've been there. I've yeah. been there. And it, it is like a... I feel like you just have to start practicing. Practice with your friends. Like, whatever it is, if you're a photographer, if you're a hey, literally do facts, little things with your friends. Facts. And go from there because yeah. you're going to kill yourself comparing yourself to people that are well established. Because think about they started off doing that as yeah, well. Like, yeah, that's yeah. what people don't show when you get to a certain point. You don't think show the beginning. Yusuf Daisy, yeah, the mm. drummer, I went to go watch him yesterday. This guy said, Yeah, I wouldn't have thought 15 years ago that I'd be here today. And I'm mm. thinking, 15 years, Broski's been like jogging, like mm. jogging, like. And that's probably, he probably been jogging longer than 15 mm. years, but he's just saying that like, 15 years is when he started like jogging. <clears throat> that's crazy to me. How many years do you think you would invest? <clears throat> like, let's say you were starting something and it wasn't working for like year. How many years do you think it would take you to to like say, nah, I have to, I have to do something it's else? It's not working. What do you mean? Like, for example, do you know when I was in church the other day yeah, on Sunday? Mm-hmm. The pastor was talking about like, he's obviously praying over people that are like, tr- that feel like they have talent that's undiscovered and feel yeah. like they have businesses that aren't blooming. Yeah. And obviously he was like, yeah, this is the year. Da, da, da. But then he was <laughs> guys jokes he was like me personally don't take my advice but me personally i give everything three years I try it for three years if it doesn't work then then i try something else it's a long time though yeah and <laughs> i was thinking that because it reminds me of one of my friends and since this girl was like 16 i would say she's had about eight different businesses probably half of them have actually done well but she's so like 
if one thing doesn't work, she has another thing ready to go. That's but then point. other people are willing to like sacrifice 15 years to try and work towards something. Like, do you think you have you could put a number on how long you're gonna keep on going? The growth. Mm. Because that's what I'm saying. If it's very I'll give an example, like I've been acting for eleven years. Mm. And I didn't Damn. realize that until I came out. Yeah. Am I in a Netflix series? Mm. Well, you're young. But this is what I'm saying, though. I've seen enough progress mm. and enough signs to in my career to know that there's still trajectory for me. Mm-hmm. It's not like I ain't done nothing. Mm-hmm. I've done stuff. You know what I'm mm. um, see, but that's what keeps you going. Imagine you know the people if that I've been can't for 10 years see. And I haven't done that's what I'm saying. Imagine the people that are struggling now because they can't even see mm. progress. Yeah. <sighs> I th- but that's why I think you should try try stuff. I have a couple mm. of friends who they say. They don't like to categorize themselves. They just say, I'm just I'm just existing. I try mm. everything. Mm. I think do that, fam. Do mm. that. What do you categorize yourself as? I don't. Oof. All right. No, like, All right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> that came because of it. No, you know why? Like, that's why my Instagram yeah. here, it just says my name. Don't. And then it says Hello Mutuals. Mm. I'm t- I, do you want me to give you that? Okay. No, sorry, but you know before? Yeah. You know, I'm trying to think. What did I think you were? When I first came across you, it was more Tell like... Tell them how we met. Tell them how we met. Do you know what? <laughs> like, it's actually so crazy because I do not have internet friends, but Joshua is an internet friend that became a physical, real life friend. Like, mm. I literally, I think it was like 2021. I think you came across my page, whatever you liked it, and commented on one of my videos. I don't mm. even know what I was doing in that video. You was funny. That's what I don't I even remember. I think I, I was doing one vlog like this. I don't even know. Mm. And then he commented, and I, I was like, oh, nice, cute. And then he posted, like, before this, you didn't have any like creative stuff on your TikTok. And then you yeah. posted this one, you had like a. It was like a shoot that you did. Mm. And I was like, hold on a minute. He's got layers to him. What's going on here? Because he was mm. posting like funny videos and then you've got that. And I was like, mm. what's going on? And then you posted a, like your um your spoken word thing where you were like all stood on the stairs with your friends. And I said, okay, now there's another layer. What's yeah, going on? Yeah. What's going on? So from that point, it's like, we're just supporting each other. And then he was like, one day he was just like, <laughs> one day he was just like, okay, let's get this friendship on the road. Like socials. I commented on a photo. I, mean, I commented on a video. that nah, you're too funny. How have we not linked up yet? And then he was like, no, nah, literally. And then... I feel like Joshua thinks I'm so funny. And I'm just no, like, you oh, are. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm on my phone here thinking, how do I not know this girl? Like, yeah, and then literally from up. there, like, that's how yeah. we met, literally. And, and then, then... came to watch my show. Guys. <laughs> oh, my God. So imagine we've been friends since yeah. 2021, but I genuinely met him, like, when? This year. Yeah. May. This year, May. But it literally didn't yeah. even feel like I just met him. I, he invited me to his show. And I think it was like a, was it a three day show or like a week? It was like over a week. Yeah, yeah it was like a week here. Yeah, and I was thinking I've got to make it one of these days. I don't know what day. Yeah. And then I think it was like the day before I was like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to have to like find some time. Mm-hmm. And I remember I drove down from South London and went there. Went on myself as well. I didn't even know what to expect because I don't <laughs> have any friends or actors. I don't have nothing like that yet. So I pulled up now, got there. I was a bit late, I'm not going to lie. But I got there and it was like, it literally only started like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, so yeah. I've sat down now. I'm just like, all right, Joshua, come out then. Because I was watching everyone else, but it was it was good. Yeah. But when I saw him come out and I saw him acting, I was like, wait, this can't be the same person I'm on FaceTime. What is going no. on? It was so good. Like, honestly, you, for that being for like sure. my first theatre experience in general that with someone that... Experience. I've been to like a, a little pantomime. Yeah. Like I went to like War Horse and primary school, all of that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Mm. Meaty. Anyway, <laughs> so this, this was my first theatre yeah, experience, yeah, yeah. With, especially with someone that I know. Mm. Guys, I can't lie. I was hooked. Like it was so much better than cinema. It was so good. Yeah, it was. Happy, it's happy just because there were so many elements. To, that was my first ever experience. So imagine, like I'm just. I didn't know what. To, I just came on vibes. I didn't know what to expect. Yeah, I'm glad. And it was so good. Like it was really good. I'm glad. Man. And you know, just to see you like 
I don't know, because remember that time you posted a video of like you lot in London talking in like an American accent. And I was like, what is going on here? And you were like, oh, you do this sometimes to practice. If you've got a role, yeah, you have yeah, a different yeah. accent, you practice. And where were you guys from in, in the in the play? Was it New York? I was from New York. Bro, this accent was accenting. I can't lie. Like I said, wait. <laughs> I felt like I was in the streets of I'm New York. You, like, you guys were so good. That that was anxiety. You guys were so good. Do you know who else was good? Um, you were the prosecution, no? Yeah. The defense. Yeah, what the was girl. her name? Viola. She Shout was, out she Viola. Was yeah, she was hard. She was hard. I can't lie. Yeah, yeah. See, okay. What was the prep for that like? Oh. Oof. Amazing. It was stressful. Don't mm. get twisted because. I was on the main characters, mm. had so many scenes, so many lines. And on top of that, it's a whole other action. Yeah. So I have to make sure it's on lock because I'm mm. going to be on the stage for a whole flipping hour mm. and a half. So it's like, but our director was like, Yeah, you were telling me. Wonderful. Like, I've never, I think it's amazing when you meet a director who cares about the story and mm. the work just as much as you. And yeah. who's constantly bringing ideas and constantly allowing you to play. And I think I've realized more, more so like in the last year and a half, mm. like, what. Not, I don't want to say good acting, but the best performances I've done yeah. is where I've had a director who has created a safe space for me to just play and be myself mm. and do my thing, if that makes sense. I think when there's like stress on your head or anxiety, like you, you, you tend not to do like your best. Mm. But when you have a director who's just like, yo, do your thing. So was it kind of like less pressure? Like, yeah, 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 like... No, don't get this. There's still pressure, but <laughs> I was with one of the main characters. Is there anyone that if they came to one of your shows, it would make you nervous? Like, for example, when I did my show in October, mm. when I showed again, my brothers. So we done like a double bill, which is basically mm. two shows in one. So half of the cast do one show, then there's a 10 minute interval, and then the uh, next cast come into a whole different place. Okay, yeah. So the first show went on, and I was backstage. In the interval, we mm. changed the, the set. I'm changing the set. My brothers are laughing in the audience. I didn't know they were in the audience. How old are your brothers? 19 and 17. This was last year, so they were like... Were they giggling? Because I was wearing shorts, innit? And then the, one of them was like, batty, but I said... Uh, I heard them laughing in the audience. So now... I'm I, sorry, I, think, would, I, I didn't know my family was coming to watch that thing. So me. when I heard my brothers laughing, yeah. I said, I have to do my show, and I know, now I know my whole family's here. Like your knees so are out. It's not, yeah, not, not, not bare nervous, innit? Yeah. But it's just, I don't really like knowing who's here. But if, let's yeah, say, for yeah. example, one like Daniel Kaluuya, mm. I bumped into Daniel Kaluuya, and he was like, yeah, man's going to come watch your show. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, one of, I know an actor called Yasin Artur. Mm -hmm. Shout out Yasin. He's in The Witcher, Netflix Ooh. series. I heard that's good. I haven't watched it, though. He's a good actor. Mm. Big actor. Mm. Came to watch my show. Mm. And so he told me he was going to come watch it. So that was good. Like, oh, damn. Yasin's coming. A-game. Yasin's coming. So I think it's only if it's like an actor that like, man looks yeah. up to. But if it's just yeah. anyone else, like, oh. Who do you look up to? Wait, my let mate. me guess. Because I feel like you told me this. <laughs> let me try and guess. Yes, guess, guess. If I get this wrong. It's not Will Smith, is it? Uh, you are so wrong. Okay, wait, wait. Will um, Smith? Come on, man. No, 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 wait. I feel like you told me this. Let me try and remember. It's a funny one. looking into my eyes like you... It's a funny one. No? Eddie Murphy. You are All right, stumped. then, no, never mind. <laughs> Eddie Murphy, what are you doing, man? Why do I think it was a comedian? I don't know why you thought it was a comedian. All right, then, oh, never mind. actually, you... I, I understand why you think it's a comedian. Because he is a comedian, but wait. he's also an actor, though. Kevin Hart. No, that's not... No, me. come on, man. Come on, man. Wait, you're wait. close. You're close. You're close. Ooh. Big Mama guy. What's his name? No. Um. Wait. J. Cole. Hey. What? J. 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 Jamie Foxx. Oh my God. How did I not get that? You didn't know. No, I knew. You didn't know. You didn't know. You didn't know. 
All right, you got me there. <laughs> but I, I should have known that from Day Clear and Tyrone. You love that. Oh, that's, I loved it. I watched that's, you know, that's, watch that's, it three that's, times. That's, yeah, do the same. I watched <laughs> it three times. And I, <laughs> and I showed everybody. I was like, Tracy, you need to watch this. Bam. Tracy, you need to watch this. Like, Jamie Foxx. That, that, that's that's uh, many reasons why I've been, been talking about Jamie Foxx. Mm, mm. Yeah, Day Clear and Tyrone is amazing. Mm, but he's but got, I'm talking about before that. Yeah, yeah. See, Jamie Foxx, what I love about him is that he's multifaceted. Mm. And this is what I mean about saying, like become good at what you do. Yeah, Broski is an amazing actor. Mm. Broski is an amazing performer. Like mm. he plays keys, he sings, and he's an amazing comedian. Mm. He does all three. I think he he comes in the same vein as like someone like Donald Glover, mm. and Kano is in the same vein as them man, but he's just from London. Yeah, it's like they are so good at their crafts mm. that when they're doing their craft, is that who you look up you, to in the UK? Who Kano? Yeah. Yeah, only recently though. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. I'll be honest, I didn't really listen to Kano like that yeah. before he was in Top Boy. Mm. But I knew he was a musician. I break my inspirations down into UK and US. Okay. They're not in them. Mm. Like I break them as categories. UK. Damn it, Kalia. But more so... Where, but more so where, where did that start? Daniel Kalia When I watched Get Out. <laughs> I could sit here all day and talk about that movie. When I watched Get Out. Do you know how many times I've watched that movie? Fam. Do you know how many times I've, I think I've even written notes on my phone about that movie? I, I've watched flipping videos. That movie's amazing. On the whole psychology behind that film. That Just movie's in terms amazing. How Jordan Peele mm -hmm. colors that they mm. used. Mm. I liked. That film was. Just the like... reason why I like Dancing Ninja is mm. because before I wouldn't say he was a cold actor because I just had seen him in Snowfall. Because mm. I was watching Snowfall before it, it, everyone was going on about him. My oh, boy, you're one of those ones. My boy Switch, I put me onto that. Shout oh, out I was watching it before everyone was watching it. Yes, and I was glad you <laughs> said it. I was watching it before. And I got to season two, and then I just like fell off. And then yeah. the only reason why I went back is because everyone was like, oh, my days, it's so yeah, cool. Yeah. So I went to go watch it all over again. But I've also watched him in um, Farming. Have you watched Farming? You know, like, um, I don't know the proper historical context of it. Mm. But there was a time where like Nigerian families were sending like, they have kids mm. to be looked after by white Yeah, yeah, white I've people. heard about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a film about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's about him and, like, I guess... It's, it's I've like heard about this film. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, he just kind of... It's like, you know, it's like that, that kind of idea that's, like, someone's bullying you and you can't mm. fight them, like, mm. unlike them kind of thing. It's like these skinheads are just, like, like be a racist mm. to him and he basically becomes one of them and he wants to become white. And Damson just plays that role and he's really skinny in that mm. as well and he, he bodied that role. So I've seen him in a few things that, and I've seen him in... Um, it's called Smithereens, which mm. is a Black Mirror episode with Andrew Scott. That cast, mm. Andrew Scott's one of my favorite British actors. That's another thing. I break down my UK favorite actors in like race as well. Okay. Like black actors. Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. And I have my white actors. Yeah. Like for example, like Tom Hardy. Mm. That's the guy who plays Venom. Like the guy who plays flipping the the Cray twins in Legend. He plays the, both of them. Tom, um, Tom Hardy, Tom Holland. Mm. I watched The Crowded Room recently. Yeah. Mm. Because I've seen him in Spider-Man, mm. he's hard. I watched him in Cherry, which is an Apple TV film, mm. hard. I watched him in Crowded Room, mm. which is, uh, I'm not going to lie, it's a spoiler if mm. you guys haven't seen it, but it's essentially about a guy that has a, um, a personality dissociative or like disorder, where like he's got like... That sounds like Split. Yeah, he's got loads of different personalities mm. basically, in his head. Have you watched Split? Yeah, I've watched Split. Yeah, James McAvoy, again. Oh, that. But, but, but Tom Holland in mm. that was like crazy because yeah. it talks that he literally played like so many nuanced mm. versions of himself within that. That's crazy because I only know him from Spider-Man. Yeah, no. Tom and Holland. that's what I love about, you know certain actors yeah, that have yeah, like yeah. such mad versatility. What, what what kind of acting would you say you do or you're just open to everything? I would say one thing that really annoys me about me, and I, I know I'm really good at comedy, but I hate 
Really? I growing up, that was, I was always given a comedic role. Oh. I can I know how to be very jovial and mm. that. Like I, so when I get given a comedic role, I'm like, I understand why it got given to me. Yeah. I hate them. If it was like a film like, have you watched House Party with Jacob Cole and, and Jacob Lattimore? House Party, like from back in the day? No, no, no. It, it, they made a new one. It's, it's, it's Jacob Lattimore and, and um, Jake, Jacob Lattimore and Tom. No, I haven't. Jacob Lattimore and Toss and Cole. Yeah. Um, and they like, they're cleaners. Oh. And then they're, they're cleaning LeBron's house. And then they, they have an idea to throw a party in LeBron's house. Oh. And say that they're like LeBron's PA. Oh, when did that come out? It came out like, I think last year. I watched it this year and I was like... If, House if Party I got, was sick from yeah, back in the day anyway. I haven't watched that one, I can't lie. You haven't watched... Yeah, I can't lie. Yeah. When's your birthday? <sighs> 20th of April, 2002. Yeah. Many a year. When's your birthday? 2nd of July, 2001. Oh, look at me. Look at me. I'm 22. <laughs> no, House Party, House Party was sick. Yeah, but that, like, if I was to get cast for a role like that, mm. like, yeah, I'll do it. But that's because I don't think it was like, oh, you're just... That's actually... Mm. That film was good, but... I just love like. Have you watched Waves? No. It needs this whole moment. Mm. See Waves. Where is it? Here we go. Sat back. Kelvin Harrison. Jr. Legs no, listen. <laughs> Kelvin Harrison Jr. Mm -hmm. Sterling K. Brown. Taylor Russell. You know what's so funny that you think I know all these people. It's fine. <laughs> I'll show you pictures of them after. Okay. Listen, I watched that film. I shed a tear. Bro. Like um, the, mm. the reason why I love it is like. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. Hollywood hide behind. I've, I've written about this. Hollywood, I might do a blog post on this. Mm. Hollywood <laughs> hide behind. No, because it, it pisses me off, bro. So passionate about it. it I love it. Hollywood hide behind good visuals. Yeah. Sex scenes. Mm. Crap comedy. Yeah, but then the actual. And big actors. Mm. That is what Hollywood hide behind. But you're saying the storyline isn't there? Storyline is whack. Because I'm a writer, I feel like I'm, I watch it more from a writer's perspective mm, now. Because mm. I've taken actors out of the limelight. I used to mm. hold actors in the limelight, like, mm. actors, actors, actors. But I've realised now, like, you can you can be an amazing actor, but touch a dead script and it's just that yeah, hard to yeah. make it come alive. So when I'm watching it, I'm really thinking about, why did they write that? Mm. Or, or, or I'm always interested in the structure of scenes. Mm. There's some scenes that I watch. There's something that I watched the other day. I'm like, I wonder why they decided to put that mm. scene there. Mm. That's what I be thinking when I'm watching films. I'm thinking, or like, let, like sometimes I love when they don't show you the whole thing. So let's say, for example, the scene is he has an argument with his mom and then mm. leaves the house. Like instead of them like letting the shot run out and yeah. him pick up his bag, walk in, then leaving the door and then it's closed mm. and then it cuts. Yeah, it's like he finishes shouting, picks up his bag and then it cuts. It's like yeah, it's just yeah, different yeah, things yeah. that I'm yeah. just like I love the way that mm. sometimes. Films are just like told, like stories are just told. Like, but good stories is what I believe in, which is why Hello Mutuals, when it mm. is big, I want to have my own studios because mm. do you know how many amazing stories and filmmakers are out there that just yeah. don't know that they are because they don't have the voice? What would you say you're most passionate about, acting or spoken word? I'm most passionate about story, telling stories mm. and being a part of the story that I'm telling. Mm. Um, like I like being in the story. Which mm. is why this project is so personal. Mm. Because this project is literally all about me. Oh. I don't like to talk about myself mm. in the in the bad parts. Mm. Like Yeah, yeah. I wrote a I wrote a spoken word piece. Oh yeah, guys. She you wrote this all downstairs. <clears throat> Are you gonna read it? Oh man gonna read it. I'm gonna read it, but Ooh. you have to be nice. I'm gonna be honest. <sighs> it's only about three lines long. Hit me, hit me. Take your time. The theme is love. Is that the first line or the title? That's that's the first line. Cool, cool. Hit me, hit me. Full stop. Love. Love is my sister helping me with my hair. Love doesn't fit in a box. Love encapsulates me. 
My love isn't patient, but it waits for me, so I'll get there. Love is freeing. Let me see it. Do you like it? No, wait, hold on. Pause. Okay, you read it how you would read it. No, 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 listen. It's good. It's good, right? It's good, it's good, it's good. It's good, it's... The format, I would write it differently. Okay, hold cool. On. Go on, read it how you would read it. Hey, dude, I was feeling pressure. Love. Love is my sister helping me with my hair. See, love doesn't fit in a box. It encapsulates me. Mm. Love isn't always patient, but because it waits for me, I'll get there. Love is free. I would... Nah, this is good, though. This is good. Yo, would... I'm not going to lie to you. When yeah. I wrote it, I thought... <laughs> no, nah, I like that analogy though. Love is my sister helping me with my hair though. And see how quick I wrote that? Yeah. Two minutes. Nah, I wrote it still. So watch when I write. So, follow my anthology coming, yeah? Um, I'll... I mean... <laughs> Do you know what, yeah? Yeah, go on. I think why it was so easy for me to write, I'm not saying it's the best in the world, but I feel like it's not bad for like a two minute job. Yeah, it's not, it's not. I'm actually like, I'm, I just flow really well when I'm writing, like mm. not as well when I'm speaking, like, but I'm all right, I'm a good speaker. But when I'm writing, I feel like I'm a whole different person on paper to yeah. the way I am like, cause I remember in secondary school, I wrote like a short story, but it was like a horror story. I don't even like like horror, I'm not even a, mm. I'm not with all of that. Yeah, but I wrote yeah. a horror story about like three little girls or something. And my teacher was itch like, yo, this is crazy. And he stuck it up all around the school. Will show it. He still to this day shows it to like um, oh, his class. He, he, he tweeted it. When I graduated, yeah, he retweeted my picture and he was like, oh, like I always knew Angie would be a superstar. I still use like her writing as examples to this day. He's moved schools how many times he still uses my writing as an example. Big up myself. Yeah. So I'm actually like, my, obviously my, I want to write a book and everything because I'm so good at writing. Mm. Ditto. Ditto. I, you know, yeah, being an author is like, mm. it's going to like, I can't oh. wait. Oh dear. I started writing it already. Baby steps. Nah, lit. I respect it. I might have something soon too as well. How do you how do you feel like as a twenty one year old? How do you feel? Bear in mind your this is Nubia Shata. <laughs> Nubia Shata is twenty years old now. Mm. She might even be nineteen, but oh. at sixteen she wrote a book, and at nineteen she wrote a book. She's a two time um, author at twenty years old. So don't think that age means you can't write a mm. book. And her books are actually absolutely amazing. Um, oh, I love that. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you feel as a 21-year-old? Because what I hear, like, especially from older people... You are people, saying that, like, you're 27. No, I'm asking you because I'm also going to answer my own question because oh. that's what I love to do here. Uh. So you just shut up, okay? So <laughs> Hold your lip. Okay, I was going to say, how do you yeah. feel as a 21-year-old in terms of everything that you're doing, where you feel like you're headed and how the journey's going? Because as a 22-year-old, because I'm not that much older than you, as a 22-year-old, it's like... I've, I sometimes I feel like I'm not doing enough, for example. But then I hear from, for people example, people older than me saying, "At your age, at I your age, do like, you're yeah, doing yeah, yeah. way better than some people." Then sometimes it's like a not a comparison thing, but I think it's normal to sometimes compare yourself, especially when you're on the internet for a long time. Sometimes yeah. you actually do compare, and there are people younger than you or your age doing amazing things. But then when you look at the real world, majority of people aren't doing like aren't already in the career they want to be in, for example, have found their passion at this age. So how do you feel you're doing for 21? And how do you feel like your journey is going at 21 now? I feel like it's going really well. Nowhere near where I want to be. Mm -hmm. But like you said, I think it's about taking everything in, like with a pinch of salt, because it's true. Yeah. 
I was, there's people that are way older than me that are not where I was. Mm-hmm. They were my age. But like you said, there's also people that are my yeah. age and mad things, but this is my journey, isn't it? That's the thing, yeah. But one thing I've realized, if anything, is that because people are always in a rush, because mm. they see, oh, this person's 24 and they're a millionaire, so they don't actually take the time out to like learn the skills or work on the gifts that are going to make them get yeah. to that place. I've fallen in love with slowing down this year. Mm-hmm. Like, I've realized that, yo, when I'm always stressing and my, my head is doing tick, 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 because I'm procrastinating, I actually don't get anything done. Yeah. So if I just say pause for one hour today, I'm going to spend time writing this book off. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Tomorrow, I'm going to spend one hour learning the piano. Mm. Next week, I'm going to perform it. That's okay. growth. If I stress, mm. that piece won't get written. I won't learn the piece. It's just like, I think, yeah, comparison is a big... Thief of joy. Like, it's a big killer, yeah. It's a big but killer. you know what I've, like, fallen in love with? Mm. I don't know if it's similar to what you just said, but I've fallen in love with, like, enjoying the process of things. I feel like there was always a thing before of looking forward to something or looking ahead at... The destination. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But... That was definitely me. I can't lie. be me. I definitely romanticise my life because I'm it, in love with the whole journey. Like, even starting this, picking up the name, printing the logo Aye, card. congrats to you, man. Yeah, big up myself. I remember yeah. when this wasn't a thing and then now it's a thing. It's Crazy. A thing. Yeah, so I'm really enjoying just the... Pr- even, like, right now I'm just in the recording stage. Nothing's out yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even, like, just watching my page go from zero followers to... It's on 90 followers now. Is I ain't it? even done nothing. I ain't even done nothing. So it's like just enjoying the little, little steps because I know yeah, yeah. where I'm going. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I'm, enjo- yeah. I'm actually enjoying the process. I feel like before, I was quite anxious to like get somewhere. Like mm. I'm trying to get to the end. I'm trying to get to it. But now I'm really like taking it all in. I'm enjoying every step of the way. Like I think it's about the people that you you go up with. Like I'll give mm. an example. Like my boy Sidey, yeah? He's a rapper. He won, uh, you know, Captain Conan's show, The Rap Game. Yeah, yeah. He won it in 2021. Oh, damn. But it's like, that was like such like a pivotal moment in the Mandem's mm. journey because mm. we've spoken about moments like this. Mm. Like we went to college together. Like I've talked about, yo, like I can't wait till you're on TV spitting bars. So like mm. to see Broski actually get to that place, it's like, bro, like amazing. it's not just an amazing thing that's happened. It's like we actually get to share that with Broski. Yeah. Like, I th- so I think it's like my dad said something really profound to me one time. I was in my um, office, like the office in my house. Mm-hmm. And I was working on a script. My dad came and he was like, You're being very antisocial. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm looking at my dad like, You don't know that these scripts I'm writing, I'm writing these so we can get out of their hands, bro. But, but it's one of them ones where it's like, I want to be able to have disposable income for my family. Like, mm-hmm. what do you need? Do you need a meal? Here you go. Like, mm-hmm. It was like I'm, like, I'm looking at my dad thinking, You don't know that I'm writing these scripts so I can flip in. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And he said to me, Look, it's amazing, yeah, but what's the point in. Grinding, 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 and getting to the place where you want to be mm. when you're dead and no one to celebrate you. Mm. He was like, because he said to me, because he, he said to me respectfully, like, lonely, yeah. lonely, lonely. Because <laughs> my dad's a filmmaker, That's my isn't it? Sorry. So, like, I said to him, Dad, when I'm rich, I'll buy you whatever camera you want. He said, mm. That's nice and that, but it's like, where, if you if you get to where you you wanted to be, but in the process yeah. neglected the friendships and relationships Over around it. you, that money will mean nothing for you. Yeah. And I just I think that took me surprise and I mm. realized it so now it's like I've um like, you yeah. know those people that you are just prioritize like, things differently yeah 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 mm. like, you know the people that are just like business mind business mind yeah. I don't care who you are if you're my friend business mm. I'm Calm like down. I hear that yeah mm. you gotta be business minded but I'm not gonna lie 
if you're my friend, you're making your way up to the top. Mm. I'm making my way up to the top. There's space for, yeah. for leniency for yeah. me to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sharing that journey with yeah, you. Like, yeah. I'm trying to help you in any way I can. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, I think at 21, I'm doing okay. Um, okay. I'm doing okay. Yeah. Like, I'm doing okay. Like, 21 doesn't look how I thought it was going to look like. Spoken word is like, I started doing spoken word in 2019. Mm. For hobby. COVID. For fun. Mm. So, here we are. Can you give us a little snippet of the piece that you won an award for? Please. Thank you. Thank you. Do you want me to start from the beginning? I don't want to start from the beginning. Though. Just whatever whatever part One you want to do. I'll do my favourite verse. My favourite verse is There might be dark days. Or days you're chilling with your dark mates, doing dark things in dark places, where to Ryan, Kale, Cameron, but you can still be the light. Demons may come, but you can still pop a fire. It only takes one slash from my double-edged sword for the enemy's head top to come off. I come off me, man. Decapitated. Follow me to the grave where Christ shows up. He defeated death. Look at the coffin he's laid in. It's a fact that he's been slated. The lamb cannot be tainted. Six feet under. I don't need the enemy to speak or spy any other lies because he's the defeated foe. You're not bad. Just go home. These demons are bowing at the feet of Jesus and he's inside you. So they're indirectly scared of your presence. You don't understand that the present you've been gifted gives you power in the present. Depression, I've removed that. Aye. Name yeah, that's my, that's, I know. Mm, I just mm, deep mm. that one. You deep the bar, innit? What bar did the you Jesus deep? one. Yeah. Damn. The present and the presence. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's crazy, crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I just deeped it. Oh, yeah. my God. So... Yes, yeah, welcome. I did not expect it to look like this. But, like, I we thank God because in 2022, mm-hmm. I was working at a job I hated, and I literally was able to leave because spoken word became my job. Like, mm. Where I was getting paid to like speak on stages, like you know, represent. How was that? The first time you ever got paid to like do something that you enjoy. How did that feel? Damn, do you know how crazy it is that my first show I ever did, I won a headline show. The first show I ever, the first open mic I went to, I didn't even know that they vote for the best open micer. Mm. I was the last. And then you won a what? I won a headline show. So usually, as a poet, you'll get like a five minute slot. You can do like one poem or like two mm. small poems. A headline show is usually like fifteen minutes of poems. So poems are short. On the first day, I won a headline show, which means I'm coming back to this venue in a month to perform, and I'm the main act. That was. How that was, was that? Great. Like when I won the the the, the thing, I said. I was even the lot. I was the last open micer. I even nearly didn't get to go because I was late, and everyone voted me the best. And then I had the headline show, and then from there, just like gravity, gravity. And this is why I say to people, post what you do because yeah. if it wasn't for me posting the stuff I do, mm. people would not be approaching me on Instagram saying, "I need to listen." I to saw that, that advice. you did this. I see that you did this. Can you come perform here? Mm-hmm. I, I've even heard it from I don't know what DJ, but they're like quite known. I don't really mm. follow DJs and that, but mm. he said, "Yeah." If if I meet you and you say you're a DJ, yeah. and I go on your page and I don't see not one photo of you DJing, mm. I don't believe you. Mm. And I know that people are like, oh, but what if, even no. if it means get your friend to go and record you with their iPhone of you DJing and you post that on your on your Instagram. Mm. Because it's like, literally, like, this is, we live in a world where Instagram is your best friend in a mm-hmm. good way. Mm-hmm. I was saying to my boy, yeah, like back in the day, if I've written, um, like, a, let's say I have a tape that I wanted to listen to, bruv. You think I have Instagram to post it? Yeah. I'm going around saying, here's my track. Yeah, here's yeah, my track. I'm yeah. posting it on walls. Their man would jug Instagram him. just made it easier Instagram for is literally that, just yeah. in a virtual reality. Yeah. So why not promote yourself? And I know people, like, I don't want to look cringy. I don't yeah, want, yeah. bruv. I'll, you know, the biggest thing I've realised is that no one cares. I promise no one cares you. No that one, much. Like, I promise you right now, yeah. My thing is, 
I'm gonna. But also, it. do you know when people mm-hmm. feel like, let's say you do post something and then there's some negative comment saying, "Oh, this is cringy." Da, da, da. The, I just feel like honestly, I don't ever get that. Yeah, well, people, if they have something negative to say, they keep it to themselves. They better because what do you, mean? <laughs> you better keep it to yourself. What are you talking about? No, do you know what I heard? And you know what you, I think know. Steve. Hart, was it? Steve? I can't remember who said this actually. And it was like, does the comments of your enemies, for example, do those hateful comments like is it worth more than not getting to where you want to be? So like, if you're sacrificing not posting your work, which is obviously stopping you from getting where you want to be, if you're sacrificing that because of some negative comments saying you're cringy. You're telling me the, this, the cringy comment, oh, you're cringy, is worth more than your future. Like, yeah, facts, facts. It's not making sense. I'm telling you, it's I come not making sense. enough TikTokers that I'm like, this is cringy as hell. Mm. I guess what? I don't comment it, though. No, but, I no, think no, it's exactly. very scary yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't people comment. that sit yeah. there I don't comment it, but guess what? But guess what? The same cringy TikToker, they get yeah. paid to yeah. go on this show, foot asylum, they... they, they yeah. Do, do, so yeah, I can't fault the them because the thing. the thing I believe that they're doing that is cringy because I wouldn't People, go on my phone and do skits. But yeah, yeah. they're doing there's that. There's a fan base for everyone. Like, there's a fan base for so, everyone. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm a big believer in, bruv, whatever you need to do to make your money, do, do it. it like, man. As, do as it, man. As long don't, as it's not illegal. But like, mm. <laughs> but like, if you need to, yeah, if yeah. You need to like... Definitely don't put so much weight on other people's comments, other people's thoughts and opinions. Because at the end of the day, you're the same person that's going to be sat there not for years and years. You're going to waste years not doing something because you think someone's going to say it's cringy. Part of the reason why I post my stuff is to show people that they can post theirs. I done a 10k run the other day. Sorry. No, listen. Joshua, yeah. I'm so sick and tired of this guy. Like, I feel like he has side quests in life. I like, do. No, I do. Because even that's what... It, life is about a, side quests, bro. He did a 10K run. I'm just thinking, what is going on? But I can't lie. You smashed it. And this is what you I smashed mean. smashed it. That, for me, was a personal mm, um, mm. achievement. Yeah. But I told the world because... That my personal achievement could in fact yeah. somebody else. I have people yeah. messaging me saying next ten k. I'm I'm yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. I so mean, like, you know I, mean? I I could I could I'm not saying I have, but I could be like the inspiration for someone's flipping weight loss journey just because mm-hmm, I've done mm-hmm, that ten k mm-hmm. and I posted it. You don't know. I always say your work is better out in the ether than it is in your head. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know what your work can do for people. Yeah. You have no you have no idea idea what mm-hmm, your work mm-hmm. can do for people. People have come to me and told me that my EP's got them through. Heartbreak. Mm. I'm thinking, did I even talk about love on the thing? Sometimes people have worked some mysterious ways. Bro, I saw you do that, and it made me believe I can do that. Mm. If if my work makes you believe that you can Mm. believe in yourself and do your thing, so that's what I think about people I look up to. Yeah, if they can do that. When I saw Yusuf Day just in the role at Albert Hall, Angie, I'm telling you right now, Mm. we'll look back at this even if it's in 15 years. Yeah, I will perform it in the role at Albert Hall. Yeah, people have come down. Yeah, when I done my show, my 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 show in May, Mm. even Mm. you, you came down from different knots here. People were coming from different cities to watch me. Yeah. That's when I was like, nah. Imagine that on a grand scale. Do you know what I'm scale. saying? Like, there's, like, you actually inspire people, mm. regardless of if you know it or not. And the funny thing is, yeah, surprise, surprise, a lot of the time I feel so inadequate. Everyone feels that. That, like, nah, because people are like, Joshua's doing Imposter this. Syndrome. He must be, he must. A lot of the time I'm thinking, try. <laughs> Can do I even know, do this? Do you know what? Yeah, I think that in my personal life, yeah. So I was saying this to my friend and I was like, for example, around the time of like my birthday, my graduation, yeah. I was feeling very, like, confused because I said I didn't want to party or anything. But then the fact that, like, not only my mom, my auntie, like, all of my friends, even friends from secondary school that mm. I don't speak to as much were coming together to, like, make, make this happen. happen yeah. I was like, guys, I can't lie. I don't know what I'm doing for you, you lot cried, to be doing. All like... You're loved. Oh, You're loved. Like... Emotional. But I was, it was so, like, I don't know. It's one of the ones where I just thought, there's no way this many people are putting in this much effort for me. What am I... I'm not even doing anything. Like, it was so confusing. When I say, like, effort, Joshua, Mm -hmm. 
every like my friend literally cooked for my whole party for free. Went out, did all the shopping, came yeah. with his, even his mum came. And I was like, this is a lot. Like my auntie bought all the decorations, decorated. My friends woke up early in the morning to go like set everything up. That's and then they, they stopped that to come to my graduation. They went back to finish setting up. That's my mum and my stepdad, all these, whilst I was away, you know, I was on holiday. Mm. All these lot did everything. And I got there and I was thinking, this can't be real life. Like guys, I'm not doing anything to deserve this. But they were just like, no, like mm. we love you. And I'm thinking, <laughs> like no, it's so no. it's so emotional yeah Child. no i think i think that's one of the things i love about life like mm. going back to the original question like one of the things i love about life is like every six months looks so different mm. six months ago i did not think helen mutuals would be here <sighs> six months ago i did not think that i'd be a award winner spoke about artist. Mm. Like, like i love posting stuff on my instagram and then looking back on it six months ago like yeah like, i was hosting I was hosting a lot in the summer, mm. hosting about hosting, hosting, hosting. Mm. And then I'm like, when I won the award, I'm thinking, Chai, if you asked me in May when yeah. I did my show, if this summer I thought I would have won an award, I would have told you no. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, so I know for a fact that six months later, something crazy is going to happen. I'm like, mad. Six mo- it's d- mad. In this you moment now, now, in you this don't moment now I don't on. know what is going to happen. Know. So it's like, that's what I love about it because I'm yeah. like, life constantly, constantly surprises, surprises me. And I love it. But that. you know what is what well, the beautiful thing that I've had to come and realize is like, Everything that's gonna happen is laid out. It's going to happen. You just don't know. You get what I'm You just don't know. So you're just chilling. No, do you know what I mean? Real, you're just real, chilling, not real. knowing that six months down the line you're gonna be in one big move. Like it's crazy. Listen, the other day, uh, one thing I've done as well mm. recently, and I, I, I think everyone should do this. This is what I do. Take do what you want. From me. <laughs> Take what you want from me. Before, if I used mm. to see a famous person, I need to make myself known. I need to make yeah, them remember yeah. me. Now, it's such a peace that I feel. I'm so determined I'm going to meet you anyways. Yeah. That if I don't get to speak to you, it's actually fine. Yeah, like, we're going to be in the same rooms anyway. We're going to be in the same we're rooms. We're going to be, yeah. I bumped into Zena, mm-hmm. a sax player, mm-hmm. who used to mm-hmm. date like, a few weeks ago on the train. And he had his headphones in when I was on the train. Don't disturb him. Mm. Chilling. He gets off the same stop as me. We're waiting at the same platform. He says, has a headphone on. I'm like, you're Zena, isn't it? He's like, yeah. Spoke to him. I said, have a good day, man. I just I just showed love. Normal, yeah, like, I don't yeah. want to disturb him. Two days later, I go to a cipher. Yeah. Then mm. we proper chopped it up. If I wanted to make myself bare known, yeah, like, yeah. I would have tried to rush some mad conversation in yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to get to somewhere. Yeah. I was able to probably speak to him there. And then after, on top of that, he had his vinyl sellout um, the week after. So I was there. Like, mm. it's like I'm not saying I know Venna now. Yeah, I don't, but it's yeah, like, yeah. he knows who I am now. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, there's people that I've met. Like, the other day, I went to go watch Iggy London's... Um, um, to his private screening for his film, Area Boy. Mm. Even that, Iggy London is someone who I've been following since 2017, mm. 2018-ish. He's a spoke word artist, but he's also like, does film, he's mm. like a filmmaker. And my friend, shout out Leomi, she's the graphic designer for um, the Cocoa Butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, Josh, I was on set with Iggy London, he was saying he knows who you are. Iggy <laughs> London knows who I am. What the hell? It's like, yeah, he follows me on Instagram, he's, like, he's seen us, I was gassed. Mm. Now, I ain't even spoken to him in DMs like that. I saw him in Stratford a month ago. Spoke to him properly. Mm. He was like, I'm going to send you an invite to my film. Come watch. Mm. I went to go watch his film. Met him properly. And I bumped into a filmmaker I met last year. Next week, mm. me and him are going to have a meeting. Talk about potentially collabing. This is a big filmmaker that I love. Mm. And I met him last year. It's like, I could have tried to rush and DM'd him. Yeah, yeah. Timing is so important. Like, now yeah. I don't stress about mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yo... It will happen. So peaceful. Like now that I've come to the realization of like 
it's 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 like God, like it's a plan and everything's mm. gonna happen the way it's supposed to happen. It's not like you sit back and don't do anything. It's yeah, not yeah, that yeah, at exactly, all. Exactly. But it's like I'm I'm much more relaxed in the sense of I know that what's for me will, will never pass me. me. Yeah, will never pass Listen, me. Unless oh I my. do something, I don't know. Unless I just decide to just go yeah, yeah, yeah. on one other side Look. road. <laughs> just turn it wrong when I should have gone right. So Joshua, Alexander, bye bye, bye bye, are you ready bye bye. to play the game? I am. The what, two what? and two game. Let me explain a little bit about the game because yeah. some people don't know. We'll get to know. So, mm-hmm. the two and two game is a game I made myself. It started off with... Large up you. Oh. It started off with me just thinking, I want a game to play with my guests, but I don't want a game that's like, do you know what I mean? Like, do you know what I mean? Asking you questions. I just wanted to make my own thing for my guests. So, oh, man. Wait, wait, wait. Let's take it easy, especially for you. So I'm going to explain so you understand what the game is. Mm -hmm. So obviously there's three different cards in the deck. There's a white card, which is like the normal question card. And basically the aim of the game is to, you know, ask deeper questions, build deeper connections, find out things that you may not know about the other person. Do you know what I mean? So there's the white card, which is like a deep question on the other side. This one says, what shocked you the most about adulthood, for example. And then there's a split card, which is like, there's a black side, there's a white side. Um, so the black side is the bad side and then the white side is the good side. So you have to answer mm. a question from both of the sides, yeah? Yeah. You don't get to pick. Because everyone thinks, <laughs> oh, can I pick one? No, you have to do both. Ah, okay, and then there's okay. the green card. Green or blue? Definitely blue. Blue. There's a blue card, which is the confessions card. It's like the wild card. And you basically have to confess something. Anything? It says... You just, oh, it you, says what you have to So you, you know what? You pick first since it's you. Are you ready? No, you pick from the top. Just come down. Oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> they just pick the top card. What this is this? The blue card. Confessions. Yes. Something you have done that you thought you would never do. No, there's a worst card. I'll tell you the worst card so after that comes up. I've done that I never thought I'd do. Mm. How honest am I allowed to be on this pod? Oh, honest. That's the whole point of the game. Just say whatever comes to you, it's fine. Something I've done that I never thought I'd do. I feel like you know what you're going to say. Yeah, but I, can't, I don't know if I can say it on the phone. Why? Okay, I'll, I'll say one. Honestly. I can, I can say one, I can say one. Cheat. Yeah. But essentially, should someone, you know, exclusive, I'm not saying exclusive, I can't be talking about somebody else. Mm. But it was... Something it you never thought you would do. Yeah, it, it wasn't yeah. like a thing where it's like, premeditated. Mm, like mm, mm. It was just like, yeah, but I then, never thought I could get in a situation like that. So then, what was like the aftermath of it? How did you feel? Oh, I told them, felt bad. See, that's... Told them, and it ended. Mm. So it's like it's a lot of reflection. I was like, yeah, Josh, like, mm. I told my mom the other day the first time because she knew about the girl. And she was like, where did she go? Damn. And I was like, basically, like, thing. She fumbled. And it's one of the ones where like I'm always that guy that's like getting onto guys that do. Yeah. That. Never do that. So when it when it happened to me, I was like, wow. Yeah. Something that probably people won't like, think, oh, just really random, mm-hmm. would do that. But I'm open about it because yeah, I accept but my mistakes. Everyone has like things that they've yeah. done in the past that they wouldn't do now, for example. I'll so. tell you that. I'll tell you that. That was probably like the biggest thing. I was like, I can never. That can never be me. Mm. But yeah. I don't even know something I thought would never be me, but maybe on the flip side, like taking someone back after they cheated. Have you done that? Yeah. yeah. And I... I think actually you might have said that. Do I give off them vibes? Exactly. You I some vibes that's like come correct or you're get done. Out. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I am I am that girl yeah, type yeah, of thing. Yeah. I am actually that girl. Let's yeah. like no one, no one come to me and think I'll take you back because I'm done with that. But it was genuinely Amen. like it was genuinely like mm. you know like this is why you can never say that could never be me because 
Yeah, yeah. Something I will humble you so hard. I genuinely thought, like, if someone cheated on me, I'm out. And I was out. And I went back in. But then I went out. Yeah. It's never going to work after that. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's Which really is why it's like, I accept the consequences. Yeah, the consequences yeah. means I lose you, then I lose you. Yeah. Like, but I mean, within a marriage, I don't know about that one. That one's a bit... Hey, a sticky one still. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Ooh. I got a confessions card, a oh, blue one. A time you felt jealousy or envy towards a friend. Towards a friend? Mm-hmm. Jealousy or envy towards a friend? That's a good question. I'm genuinely trying to think. Jealousy or envy towards a friend? Ooh, I don't know. Let me, I need to think. Because I feel like definitely when I was younger, I did used to experience... Do you know what, yeah? Not envy so much. Maybe jealousy, which is normal. But I feel like it's how you react to jealousy that might not. Um, be the best way but I think everyone gets a bit jealous I would mm. probably say sometimes like I need to word it so it doesn't seem like I'm a horrible person you know no it's one. not even bad it's, no, I feel I like it's normal like for example I like I grew up with my dad until I was like 15 so then from the point of like 15 till well now recently like well I have a stepdad now but like my actual dad maybe like a bit of jealousy towards my friends that still had their dad in their life maybe which yeah. is, yeah, I think it's normal. Saying. Yeah, maybe that. Yeah. yeah. But then I've, I've like outgrown that now. Like, I don't that's feel like I really get. Jealous. Yeah. Same. I, I, when yeah. you said that, I think mine is more towards my siblings. And that's because of like, mm. growing up, from like, maybe 15 onwards, my relationship with my dad wasn't good, innit? Mm. Good now, but it wasn't mm. good at the time. But my relationship with my younger brothers, that's when my dad is good. Mm. Just to be jealous yeah. of the fact that. Not jealous of them, but like jealous of the fact that I don't have what they have. Mm. I don't have that. Like I remember w when it was my dad's birthday one time, my little brother literally called him a superhero in the library. Mm. That's mad because your experience might be different to their experience. A lot of people say that. Yeah, it was very different. Because I'm the oldest. Yeah, I yeah. I remember feeling like jealous that I don't have that. Yeah. But towards a friend, I don't think I, I don't think I have. Yeah. You know, if I'm being honest. Let's say you do feel yourself starting to feel jealousy and then you catch yourself out on it. Yeah, yeah 100. And then you have to say, mm, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, I have those moments, but it's not, yeah. yeah. I don't think jealousy is like, as. I feel like the word jealousy, if I was to ask someone, if it wasn't in this podcast setting, if I ask someone like, oh, have you been jealous? Or say no, like flat out. Mm. But let's actually be honest. Everyone feels some ounce yeah. of jealousy. It's just how you handle it. Because sometimes it can come out in like a hateful way, spiteful way, but it's how you work with it. Because instead of saying that, oh, I'm jealous of my friend for doing this and this in life, maybe look at it as like, okay, why am I feeling this ounce of jealousy. Is it because say, I, I don't feel fulfilled that's in what, what I was I'm say. doing? I think jealousy, because I feel like I know my thing, like yeah, I yeah. myself, I don't think that seeing someone else do good should take anything yeah. away, yeah, away from Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I think when you're jealous of something, it's because you feel that someone else doing something takes away from you. Yeah, yeah. And I don't feel like that. There's that or like yeah. you feel like you can't have something that, that, someone, that else someone else has. But yeah. I feel like that for me, like I feel like I don't really get jealous anymore. Fact, but when, when I did... Okay, I actually found it. What? I found it. And I'll actually say this because... I don't mind this mm. being something that I've talked to myself about. See my boy Ade, yeah? mm. shout out Ade. I've done the EP with him. Mm -hmm. yeah? Obviously, he's in a relationship in it. Mm. He's just so good at love. Mm. Like, he's so good at it. Like he's like, so naturally. good at just being like the man that the woman needs. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I looked at for time. Yeah. Why don't I have that? Like, yeah, yeah. Like so, like so actually I hear like when I'm with Ade, I'm, yeah. like, I'm so like rough around the edges mm. and like not rough around the edges, but like co in comparison to him. Yeah, yeah. Like, Give you the audio, but mm. you listen to it. He's just so yeah. nice. 
But then, so tall and so sometimes I'll be wrong. I'm like, run. Yeah. I did just like he's just the yeah. guy. Like, not that I'm not the guy, but yeah. when it comes to the ladies, like Broski's just so mm. like get me and, and me and him have to had combos about like mm. relationships and stuff. And, I, and I've asked him, like, bro, chat to me. I want to learn from you, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not saying that I don't feel like I can look after a woman because I do, but there's a lot of things that I look at myself. I'm like, okay, I need to work on that. But the good thing that. about that is right. not being in a relationship when you know that you have certain things to work on because that's a lot of people it. will still go, still just make someone's life a living hell. Yeah. But no, I, I genuinely think jealousy is such a normal emotion that people don't talk about a lot. But I've literally learned to like, if I ever feel an ounce of jealousy, even if it's a, a stranger on the internet, I have to take a step back and think, why do I feel this way? Yeah, it's, it's not because I'm. Yourself, not that's person, what I'm saying. It's yeah. not because, like, for example, what this per- it has nothing to do with the person. Yeah. It's always to do with how do I feel about myself in this moment. Let's say things aren't going well in life for you right now. You start looking at other people, thinking, "Oh, I want someone." That. That's just a reflection that you. That's just a. What's the word? Like a like a sign that you need to work on things internally because mm. it's now gonna spew out in a in a not so great way. But yeah, man, Thanks. guys. Check your jealousy. Whenever you feel jealous, it's normal, but just make sure that you're looking in, like looking behind the jealousy. What core emotions the are the, there? It's the same with every feeling, mm, every mm. emotion. Like you're allowed that to anger. feel how you feel. Just, mm. just don't allow that to be the governing force of yeah. how you act. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. yeah. You can feel anger. That doesn't mean you need to go. But the matter thing is, well. my therapist said this. Like sometimes yeah. you think what you're feeling is anger, but if you sit down and reflect at what you actually feel, it's not even. My mum told me she's a therapist. Anger is yeah, a masking yeah. emotion. Yeah, that's the Usually thing. Usually you feel angry because you're upset or you're embarrassed. Mm-hmm. You don't want to. You're upset and you're embarrassed to feel upset and you don't want to feel upset, so you turn that into anger. That's yeah. And I saw this thing on TikTok the other day that was saying, um, so they were saying that basically identify the core emotion. It's not anger; it's something else. But then people were like, oh, why is this useful? Why do I like? Okay, I'm embarrassed. Okay, now what? It's more useful to find out what is actually the problem because mm-hmm. then that's the only way you can find how to solve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're just saying I'm angry, I'm angry, I'm angry, but then really, truly, the the core emotion that you're actually feeling is like humiliation. Angry is just, angry is just saying, okay, let me cut down the grass. Yeah, and yeah. Cut, and then the thing's still gonna keep growing. Yeah, Maybe yeah. Maybe like get to the root of it, like sadness, and you yeah, destroy the yeah. Root. Yeah, that's the, the thing. thing that's the thing. Anymore, so. so guys, get to the root of what you're feeling. Next, kid. <sighs> Your question. That was a long one. Mm. What are you most afraid of and why? Uh, um, I know what it is. What? No, you go first. It's your question. Oh, you knew it straight away. Yeah, um, but I know what it is. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, you go first. Um, I say love. Ooh. That romantic because... The reason why I say this here... Like... I struggle to understand who I am because I'm an amalgamation of so mm-hmm, many mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm saying this like I've traveled the whole world. I ain't even, <laughs> I ain't even left London like that. Like, I know so many people from so many different walks of life. Mm, yeah. And I have access to so many different st- standpoints and points of view of life mm. that, like, sometimes I struggle to weigh up. There's this thing that I love about myself. Yeah. There's other things that I love about myself, but they just don't seem like they match. Mm. Like, you know when people have like, an aesthetic about themselves? It's like, mm. oh, you skateboard, which makes sense why you dress like that, which mm. makes sense mm. when you listen to that mm. kind of music. It's like, I'm all over the place. I'm like, mm. I dress like I'm, f- like, I don't dress like I'm from the ends, but I'll be listening to, <laughs> like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is not, I'm not saying this is exactly me, but it's like, mm. you, you're dressed, imagine you see a road man mm. walking down the street, but in his music, he's listening to Beethoven. Mm. And then, and then uh, you get he's me, and then, and then he's going to flipping eat in Soho House mm. with some old white man. It's, mm. it, it, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking, Whoa, like, I feel like that's my life sometimes, but mm. it all makes sense. But yeah. maybe that's what makes me me. Mm. So I think for the love thing, two things is like, yeah. I've only ever been in one relationship properly and I ended it because I wanted to get closer with my relationship with God. Ooh. 
that was a hard decision to make and it hurt the, the person. But I think that ever since then, I just had this like, fear of like hurting people. Like I don't want to hurt someone. So. But what, what made you feel like you had to end that relationship to close to God? Yeah, we just... Wasn't feeling. No, I wasn't feeling it, but it was just gonna start. Things were gonna start uh, happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's just end this before mm. it gets too sticky. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, one of the ones that now I had this thing in my head I was like, I don't want to hurt someone. Mm. I want to hurt someone. But then I felt like I was using that as an excuse. But then I think as well, it's just like that. It links in with my other fear, which is like not reaching my full potential. Mm. I think sometimes there's that little voice in the back of your head that's like. You never really, really become the man God wants you to be. Mm. And it's like, so I've always feel like, oh, like, like I can't get in a relationship because I need to be this yeah. secure with myself. I need to be this ready, da, da, da. Mm. And there's obviously wisdom and truth to that. But there's other parts of me that's just like, sometimes you're never going to know if you're good at something unless you just do it, literally. I don't know. I really don't think, like, I don't even think I'm afraid of, like, getting in a relationship. And, you know, mm. I don't think I'm afraid of anything. Is that bad? <laughs> Is that well, bad? God said he didn't give you a spirit of fear, so that's good. That's good. That's sound mind. Sound mind. Literally, that's good. Period. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I used to be like scared of driving. Conquered. Are you that. scared of like spy? Like, are you scared of like anything physically? Like, I used to be scared. I mean, I'm scared of heights. You're saying scared. But of I go on rides and I, I want to so go So what you're basically diving. saying is you're a Wonder Woman. Basically, no, <laughs> I don't know. Like, even spy. Like, I kill. Oh, sorry, the vegans are gonna come for me. I kill spiders and that. Like, I don't have any. Why are vegans gonna come for you? Because you killed a spider. Why, why are vegans specifically going to come for you? <laughs> As a no, vegan. Sorry, sorry. Not just vegans, but I, I only say this because I had a drama teacher in mm -hmm. secondary school and one like one of my classmates killed a spider like this year and he started crying. Like he was so sad about it. Like he was like, how could you do that? Like he was holding the spider. Like he was so sad. So I just thought maybe they'll get onto me. Maybe that's, maybe that's a, a sign that the disease has a sign of death. Kill the spider, not care at all. That's what I'm saying. They're gonna come for me. Kill a mouse, not care at all. A mouse? That's too far. Is it? Do you know? I feel like the bigger something is, yeah, the, the more, more like you kill a cat, it dies. That's crazy. A hamster died of cancer. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, man. We buried him in the garden. Why are you laughing? I thought that was bad because I didn't even die. Yeah, your yeah. pet died and you're laughing. No, no, no. Hey, shout out, Milo. Oh, yeah. It's calm. But it was in the past. He's with God now. Circle of life, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? I've got a split card. Chat to me. The bad side says, is there anything you have... Eh? That's not even what it says. Is there anyone you have hurt that you haven't made amends with? The good side says, have you ever forgiven someone without getting an apology? Yeah. Should I do first? Okay, let me do the bad side. Is there anyone you have hurt that... No, let me do the good side, sorry. Have you... Hey! Have you ever forgiven someone without getting an apology? All the time. All the sorry. time. I know I had to learn that because, yeah. like... Do you know, like, forgiveness, yeah? People don't realise that it's not... Well, uh, people do realise, but some people don't realise that it's not even for the other person. You're not forgiving them like, oh, thank God, I'm off the hook. The other person's off the hook. It's not even that. Mm. It's you need to let yourself off the hook. Because when I was struggling to forgive someone, nine times out of ten, they probably were just sat there going on with their lives. But I was there, like, replaying the situation over and over and over and over in my head. Mm. And it was, it, I feel like it was spewing out in other ways. Like like I said, anger and da -da -da, when the core feeling was just hurt. But I just had to 
do you know what I did actually? I prayed to God. I said, God, I can't deal with this feeling anymore. Like, help mm. me forgive this person. Even though they didn't apologize, even though it was kind of like, if something, if someone does something wrong to you and then they add more salt to the wound and then they don't say sorry ever, like that was that's what the situation was. And it was just like, I held on to like, okay, maybe if I get an apology, then da, da, da. but a year went by, no apology. So it was like, mm, I got to let this go. Like, how long am I going to hold on to it? Because mm. really and truly, like, I'm the one that's like holding it in my heart. And I, my heart felt so heavy. I had to, I literally had to say, God, I'm going to lie. Take it. I don't, I'm like, I'm feel like I want to be rid of the situation. I don't want to feel this burden anymore. And it wasn't, it wasn't instantly, but it was like, gradually, I just realized that I just didn't feel, and then I did get an apology after, but it was good when the apology came yeah. that I was already, I was like, babe, I already forgive you. Like, it's fine. You've already been forgiven without saying sorry, but I appreciate the apology. But at this point, it's not needed. Like your apology is not the thing that was going to like set me yeah. free because I already asked God for that and God did it. So First question quickly on forgiveness. Do you think that you can forgive someone but still feel hurt by what it is? Do you think that forgiveness equals that that thing doesn't hurt you anymore? Um, I think it's not like it doesn't hurt you anymore because obviously even if, let's say you weren't hurt anymore, you'll always be reminded of the hurt that you once felt. So yeah, that yeah. In, in itself is still a form of feeling hurt. But I would say it doesn't, it just doesn't affect you in the same way. You could feel hurt, but yeah. it's not like, the feet, like the emotions tied to that hurt is not going to come up to the surface because you've let it go completely. Right, right, so if you still feel very hurt by a situation, chances are you haven't forgiven them. Because once yeah. I actually forgave this person, it was like, the situation doesn't hurt me. What you did doesn't hurt me. It's just that I remember a time where I was hurt. Mm. And that's the feeling of hurt that I'm feeling, but not in this moment. Yeah, I think yeah, you yeah. genuinely, when you actually genuinely forgive someone and you tell God that I'm over it, you let it go completely mm. and you feel so... Free. <laughs> I feel like a baby that day. I feel yeah, like a yeah. baby. But yeah, no, I don't think you can still feel. What do you think? Now that's what I'm asking because like, there's some people who I feel like I've forgiven, but like what they've done, I mm, still can't get over like, it. Not I can't go over, it, but it's mm. like, still something. Obviously, I remember. Yeah, because it happened. Maybe you so haven't. Like, yeah, you, obviously you remember it. So it's like, but what's attached to that memory? Is it hurt still? Like what you like what you said about like so for example, I use my dad as an example. I feel like I've forgiven my dad. Like, mm. me and my dad, like I said, were on good terms. Mm. Um, but there was, like, so, like, a time in my life where, like, something mad happened. Mm. And my dad found out about it and didn't come to speak to me about it. Mm. Week goes by, month yeah. goes by, year goes by, two years ago. I'm thinking, and in my head, it just sounds like, this guy don't love me, this guy yeah, don't love yeah, me. Yeah. That used to hurt me. But mm, mm. well, I think I've let go of that now because the reason why I say it, I feel like I've forgiven him is because... Before that would inhibit it would inhibit me from having a relationship with him. Mm. But now I'm open to that, so I'm like, don't get twisted. Well, maybe we're still in the process. Cause yeah, forgive, yeah, 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 forgiveness yeah. is not yeah. an overnight thing. I'll tell you yeah, that. Yeah. Like it took me months. Yeah. And it like for me to forgive my dad, it probably took years and years, like yeah. years and like I've ten definitely, years. I've definitely forgiven someone I haven't got an apology from. But mm. on the flip side, there's people that I haven't forgiven because I haven't got an apology from. Mm. That's why I need to bring up to God. But I can't mm. lie, like. Yeah, but some you, people that have, I, you know, yeah, it's so weird. I've encountered some mad situations. Mm. I'm like, wow, someone actually did that. Did me like that. Someone actually did that. And I'm like, crazy. And because I'm someone who's, I live quite like a fast paced life, I mm. get, I move on, I move on. But like, there's times where I sit down with myself and, and like, it comes back to you. Yeah. Six months ago, that happened. Yeah. And it. it See, but that's how you know when you're forgiving someone because it doesn't come back to you like that. No, nah, but my thing is like, it hurts me when I remember yeah. about it. Like, yeah, like, that's what I'm like saying. It that's what that same day. Like, pray about it. I'm telling yeah. you, pray about it. But like, it. if the person's name's mentioned, because yeah, I start oof, like, trust me, trust me. Because I feel like 
I did a whole year of trying to like, I don't know what I thought was going to change in the year. As soon as I literally said to God, like, it's like, have you ever, have you ever been with someone or chatting to someone? And then you say to God, God, if this person is not for me, remove them from my life. I promise you, once you say that prayer, it's like instantly they're gone. Don't say that prayer if you're not trying to let go of your man, because I promise you, God will remove. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. I was holding on to that man with, with every piece of thread I had left here. And as soon as I said, God, he's not for if me. he's not for me, take him out. God said, oh, okay. It's like instantly mm. it, it's gone. So I feel like genuinely with forgiveness, the same thing. Like just ask, yeah, God help me. But yeah, yeah the yeah. other side, is there anyone you have hurt that you haven't made amends with? I'll be honest, guys. I have there's a tracksuit that I have mm. um, called Villains. Someone was acting me the other day. Why are you wearing that? You're not a villain. Like, some people say I am a villain. I feel like I just haven't been able to. They haven't been given the chance to yeah. to make amends with. But mm. it's like, when you say make amends, though, I think that I'm a big believer in chapters. If something's over, it's over. Like mm. I feel like, it, that, like I don't feel like. But it's the same as that like, on the flip side. Like if someone hasn't apologized to you and you're struggling to let that go. You're not thinking that that's how they're feeling on 100%, their side. 100%, but I'm saying I'm never a person to remove people from my life. Without a good reason. I don't remove people from my life. Oh, at all? Not really. At I, all? I don't have a reason to. Like, I can distance myself, but I don't remove people from my life. But on the other You don't flip, block people? Nah, but, but people, that's what I'm saying, but people have removed me from their life. Mm. Like, people have, re- they've actively removed me from their life. So well, if, you don't feel like you ever so need to remove someone for your peace? No, nah, like, I mean, I have. I've done that before, mm. but it's only of recent, though. Okay, yeah. But, like, that people have done that to me. I've experienced mm. that a couple times. Yeah. And it's like, if you've removed if you've removed me from your life, bro, I'm not gonna email you to, to have a conversation to make. I think that's a bit crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Don't email me if I block you. Don't email me. I don't. I don't block people. Anyways. Do you know what I've had? I've yeah. had someone message me on LinkedIn when I blocked yeah, that's them. Crazy. And email don't and call your, me on my don't house. Don't get your phone. friend to message me. Don't come to my house. Yeah. Like, but but that's what I'm saying. I I've literally been in a situation where before I can even get my side of the story out, mm. before I can even explain whatever miscommunication has been going on. Mm. Person has decided to make rash decisions. Yeah, and I'm a person who that, that yeah it hurts me because it's like mm. there are people who view me as villains that I genuinely believe like in the story I'm not a villain. Yeah, and I don't be I don't I don't deserve to be looked at as a villain. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, if that's what you want to see me yeah. as, and you're not even gonna, you didn't even give me the, the yeah. chance to even speak to you, and that's yeah. fine. If you feel hurt about that, sorry. hey man, sorry, but I'm not gonna allow that to not. Like I've been in situations where I've been at like spoken word shows, and there's people in the room who me and me and them are not on good terms. Mm. You think that you being in the room gonna, is gonna yeah. try to throw me off from mm. my performance? I'm still gonna shine, baby girl. <laughs> I'm still gonna shine. Like, yeah. I think sometimes yeah, people yeah, think, yeah. you know, when people don't want to see you win because yeah. you've hurt them. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still mm. gonna do that. So maybe I might sound like a villain now. I don't know. <laughs> but how many more should we do? What about you? No, you didn't answer that. I did. Oh, uh, oh, someone I haven't made amends with. Yeah, you didn't make amends. Oh, really? <laughs> Angie's perfect. That's what you're No, 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 no. Wonder Woman not scared of nothing. She's not jealous of no one. She forgives everybody. I told you I was jealous. I've been jealous. (laughs) But no, genuinely, like, at this point, currently, I've actually made amends with the people that I was... No, we love that. We love that. Christ working in you. Amen. Amen. How many more should we do? How many more? Just a couple still. These are good. You ain't even got a split card yet. Thanks. Who do you look up the most? Who do you look up to the most? And why are they a role model for you? Mm. Miles Davis is one of my biggest inspirations. Mm. Miles Davis, if you don't know who he is, a jazz player. Oh, okay. Plays sax. Um, from Harlem, New York. Mm. 1960s, them times. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Known quite well, right? He paved the way for men like John Coltrane and all these other men. And the reason why I love him is like he used to 
listen to what the bird would sing to lay down his sax. And he's someone who, he literally like changed jazz forever because mm. he, he learned the rules in order to break them. What I mean by that is he became a, a good sax player and then just like added his own spin and mm. flair on it to a point where he's like, I don't care mm. anyone says or thinks. Like he just did his thing. And he's someone also who, like there's a video of like him playing alongside this pianist, this Herbie Hancock. Herbie Hancock makes like a wrong note. Mm-hmm. Miles Davis stops and looks at him. I'm sure he's vexed. <laughs> this nigga Herbie Hancock. Then he picks up a sax and he plays a note after it. And Herbie Hancock was saying what he learned about Miles Davis that day is like, you don't really, really believe in mistakes. Like, mm. It's not a mistake because the note you play after determines what that note before sounded oh, like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, like, he, even though I don't play sax, the reason why he's one of my biggest inspirations is because he just like, doesn't allow anyone to tell him what to do. Essentially, mm. he's just like, bro, this is the vision I have in my head. I'm gonna make it happen, mm. and I have that similar mindset. So mm. when I see man like Miles Davis pave the way for man like John Coltrane, yeah, and them to pave the way for people like Yusuf Days, mm. like it's just like for me, it just reminds me that like Josh, like don't think anything is too above you, mm. like at all. Miles Davis is like a goat. I love that guy so much. Like his music is sensational. Like so, yeah, Miles Davis is one of my role models. And yeah, just being true to you, innit? Mm. Being true to you. This one says, a time you questioned your sexuality. Ooh. Have you ever? Yeah, 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 I have. Go I have. on. I have still. Go on. And I love that question because I'm so confident in it now. Yeah, yeah. But like, I have questioned my sexuality before still. Um, Because I'm not the most, like, masculine guy. Yeah, like, yeah. Man's, my voice ain't deep like that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, like, I don't, like... I'm just calm with, like, you get me? Some, because I've got so many female friends mm. and I get along with so many of my female friends, like, so well... Sometimes I'm question like, oh, like, bruv, am I... T- do you I'm actually... A, no, like, I, I just, I question, like, do people perceive me like that? Because oh, people yeah, have told me, yeah. when I first met you, I thought you was gay. I'm like, why? It's like, so, so sometimes I actually think, like, not, I don't think, oh, am I gay? But I'm like, do I come across that mm, way? Mm, because mm. of the way that I'm, like, yeah. just like, this is me, fam. But and also, it's just like, as well, I'm so calm with all of that. When mm. I say calm with all of that, as in, like, I'm not going to lie, growing up, yeah, like, in secondary school, I was in a very toxic like school so mm. like I was homophobic mm, the truth. Mm. sorry to my people was I was, was not anymore yeah 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 I love my gay people man. yeah but <laughs> like you get me so because I'm like like today's a cool and people see me as like, I'm just like oh like whatever so I don't know but yeah no no I have questioned my sexuality before as well like but I know where I am I know where I stand mm. like I will call a guy handsome I'll say bro you look, yeah, you yeah. look beautiful today I think it's like oh. sometimes when like you're appreciating another woman's beauty, but I'm like, yo, this girl is leng. But I'm I like, gay, it's not gay. And, and but just is, something, but yeah. sometimes I think, yo, women are so beautiful. Then I'm like, wait. But then I'm like, no, the, women are yeah. actually just beautiful. Like, that. women are just beautiful. Yeah. You know, I have a poem called Black Women Are Beautiful. You have a poem called Black Women Are Beautiful? It goes like this. Ooh. Black women are beautiful. Black women are beautiful. Are you chatting? <laughs> are you are chatting? Beautiful. Are you chatting? <laughs> Black women are beautiful. Black women are beautiful. Black women are beautiful. Wow, it's getting deeper and deeper. Black women are beautiful. Seven times, number of perfection. But that's a poem. That see, that's a poem. It's yeah. written now. Mm. It's not. It's not. It's not been written to be spoken. It's so written to just, be read. So someone just reads it seven times. I'm telling you right now. When I drop my poem anthology, mm. 2025, that will be a poem that everyone loves. Black women are beautiful. It just says it seven times on the page. Mm. 
But if, everyone will read that in different ways. Fam, if I can go to the, to the flipping Tate Modern and see a blue block as art, yeah. no one can tell me that my poem, Black Women is Beautiful, is not, is not art, bro. <laughs> no, it's true. It's actually true. The poem's even called BWAB. Are you, are you dumb? Getting better Don't and better. Don't piss me <laughs> off, bro. <laughs> I kissed gate. the girl when I was drunk. Oh. Maybe that was too far. Ooh, maybe. I've never but I was, I was like so. 17. And you know, yeah. It doesn't make it better. <laughs> No, that's what I'm saying. That's when I questioned it, but it wasn't really a question though. Yeah, because it was, was like, that like a peck or was that like you? No, it was in? a kiss. I can't lie. Bro. But you know what it is? I think because but other than that, like my mom's gonna watch this. Oh God! You can cut things out. I think because I think because girls that naturally are like like for example, if I saw two girls come out of the toilet together, I'm not gonna think that's yeah. weird. Yeah, if I see two yeah. niggas come out of the toilet, I'm gonna think what's going on there. Yeah, so it's like I don't know. Like maybe maybe that's why. But mm. for me, I think it's because of what you perceive as gay. Mm -mm. When you grew up in an all boys school, you went to all boys school. Damn. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Damn. So it's like one of the ones where it's like, saying another guy's length is gay to mm, everyone. Mm, mm, it's mm. gay. So it's like when you grow out of those things, you're like, no, that's not gay. That's just, mm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, but yeah. I think that's something black boys maybe don't do as much. Um, I'm telling you. I remember so my cousins were over the other day, like my two male cousins. And then my other, my younger one, he, well, he's the same age as me, but he's younger than my older cousin, which is like 36. So mm. he was like, he's from Manchester, he's got this, he's got this accent. He was like, yo, is it, is it gay if I say my nigga's leng? And then my cousin was like, yeah, that's gay. Like, and then he was like, okay. but why the word leng? Why can't you just say good looking? He was like, no, because I just wanted to emphasize that he's leng. And my cousin is so South East London. He was like, no, nah, that's gay, yeah. that's gay, that's gay. But the way he was saying it, it's like, I was like, do you know what? That's not telling yeah, your yeah, friend that he's good looking. Like, I'm I, so, like now I'm I so I told my friend that my friend is good, like my friend's yeah. leng. Facts. Yeah, but black boys just put this whole... There's just so many rules and regulations. You know, I saw yeah. this TikTok where it's like, you know how they say um, all these icks about men, yeah? So like, there's bare icks now going around. And then I think this guy watched like a video. Of, I think the girl was saying something like, it was something so minor that people are saying are icks, yeah? And then he's added it to the list of all the icks that he's seen so far. And the list is like 45 things that black men can't do because it's an ick, this is an ick, this is an ick. Coming out of the car, your bum crack showing. But that is an ick. Yeah, that's mad thing. Coming out of the car. I've seen that before. Come on, bro, skin. If if I when see if I see your bum crack, I can't lie. If I see ever because I'm I'm used to like you know boys wear a lot of layers sometimes. They wear boxes and they wear shorts and they wear that's yeah, too far. Yeah. But if I ever see your bum crack as you're coming out of the car, don't ever shout me again in this life. I'm not even joking. I don't want to. The date was amazing. It was just that last bit. The date was amazing. The food I've was amazing. Really, the talk I've heard was I'm amazing. Picky, the laugh you know? was amazing. I've heard I'm picky. You, he dropped you home for your bum crack. See Angie cancelled. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Ah! No, no, but that is a serious ick. Other icks, like, I'll let go, but that... I hear that stuff. I mean, not on a first date. I don't want to see your bum crack. I hear that. I can't lie, though. I'm one of the people that's like, if cheesy things happen like that. That's what I mean. Like, I, why, why is everyone into this idea of a first date has to be perfect? No. If I'm on a first date with a mm. girl, yeah, and something embarrassing happens to her, I don't know, she buckles or... or, 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 or oh, Yo. that's, that's memory. That's Do you memorable know what will be like, let's say you're on a first date, yeah, and the girl's wig came off in the restaurant. Ooh. How do you tackle that one? It depends what her hair looks like under. It depends. I'm what if it's lie. not neat? If her hair under is Kalasa Master. What if it's cornrows that have been in for six months? Six months. Where do you go from there? Well, no, then I'm going to do the... That's when I go into the autopilot. Are you going to help her put it back on? Yeah, yeah, but like, that's the autopilot. Of yeah. like, oh, snap, this is very embarrassing for her. So mm. let me just like yeah. reduce the stress, yeah. help her with the thing. Mm. And then we'll talk about this when the day is over. Like, if it's the thing where her, her wig comes off, and her hair under her wig even looks better. Yeah. Like, keep keep it, it off. On the floor, man. Nah. Just, you know what I mean? 
But like, that's that's extreme though. But mm. I'm talking about let's let's say for example like, oh no, like. Nah, I was gonna say a girl eating mad, but that's still mad. Though. Eating mad, I can't lie, that's mad. But I mean, no, for me, <laughs> for me, yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> imagine someone's leg, yeah. No. They're in front of you, yeah. They're food you don't want to see me eat. Then, and then, and you don't want to see me eat. Oh, but gonna... you know what? No, no, I'm a good eater, yeah. But, but, <laughs> do you know what I've noticed? In the no. last couple of weeks, I've been like super busy in it. Yeah. So when I do eat, it's like I'm rushing to eat. Yo, I'm yesterday. On a date, though. Yeah, no, no, no. Are you, are you, are you, um. Try to eat on a date. Do you go on dates? Sometimes. No, okay, I went on a date not long ago, actually. Did you? How did I go? Like, it was good. It was actually a good date. Like, good. I was even shocked because I'm very much like, I don't give no one a chance. I just, I just yeah. I'm not in the, I feel like I wasn't in the right space to start dating again. But I went, I just went on this date because, you know, when someone's like quite persistent and it's like mm. doing everything right. He was like, be there at eight. Here's a restaurant. I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. So I went and obviously I went with kind of like a bad mindset. I was even telling my friend like, literally like I'm just getting it over and done with. Got wow. to the date, I know. That's so how the girls view us. I know, so crazy. bad. You might say get you even done with, like, you're just on a... Oh, no, he's going to see this. I'm so sorry. But when I got to the date... No, you said it's a good date. He's when I got to the date, I was pleasantly hand. surprised. I'm just being real. It's not nothing to do with him saying, like, oh, I'm getting over and done mm. with, but it's like, I'm The perception just, you had of it. Not even of him. It was like, I'm not in the space where I feel like I can let anybody in or give mm. anyone any part of me. I can't lie. I, I wasn't in this. I'm not in the space. But I thought, do you know what? He's showing me some green flags, like some, he's consistent, he's persistent, like, okay, cool. Went on a date and I was pleasantly surprised and I had a good time, it was a good date, so, you know, now I'm just a bit more open. Question. <clears throat> when, because with dating, yeah, mm. some people are like, oh, me and this person, we went out together, that's a date. I'm like, did you guys agree, like, that's a yeah, date? No. Did, did you, did, yeah, yeah. did they say, like, if, because in you my have head, to ask you out. in my head, I'm like, because I've been out with people before, well, I'm like, oh, let's go out somewhere. We've gone out somewhere. It date. feels like a date, mm. but I haven't said let's yeah. go on a date. So yeah. in my head, that's not a date. But then, yeah, what, what if to them they think it's a date? Yeah, they're calling so, their friends saying, "No, I just want a date." With that's what I'm saying. So my <laughs> thing is, <laughs> so my thing is, like, <laughs> nah, because I can't lie to you. I don't want it to be the case. People yeah. are running around saying, "I went on a date with you." I was like, oh, so did I? I mean, you've been on bad dates. Whereas, whereas my thing is like, I was just going out with you. Yeah, like, but when I say going out with you, that's like. But then people say that dating is spending time with someone. Yeah. But it's like, no, but I feel like. So my thing is like, when you, I'm asking you specifically, if me, you go on a date, I don't is, know, it, is the person you know, saying to you? I can count the amount of dates I've been on in my life. That's good. Like but outside but of relationships. But is the person saying to you like, yo, I want to take you on a date? Or yes. is it just like, let's go here? No, most of the time it's, I want to take you out. Like, I, let's go on a date. No, let's go. No, because my thing, is, that's what I'm saying. Do you, do you equate, I'm taking you out to a date? Or let's go out to a date? Because my thing is like, when I'm saying like, Yes, it depends how? who it is. Depends who it like, is. Okay, okay. I don't know let's you. say for example, me and you are going Nando's right now. Yeah. Even when we're Vaps. Andrew, let's go date, out. Though. Exactly. It's a friendship oh, date. Okay. It's still but, a date. I, when I go out with my friends, like when it's just one on one, yeah. I say, girls date. Yeah, it's still a date, but, okay, cool, but yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. For no, me, but, it's like oh, okay. most yeah. of the time it's like they'll legit say, like, when can I take you out on a date? Fair, so with so the so word date. Because me, I don't feel like I've ever taken a girl on a date. Really? Like I don't like I scary. Like, why is that scary? <laughs> I'm no, because no, because mm. I got a lot of a lot of work to do, man. That's yeah, like, you know people ask me. This is what Josh, I'm saying. So many things going on for you. Why didn't you have a girlfriend yet? You have a girlfriend? Dad. Oh, no, I don't, why I don't, don't you have a girlfriend? No, why didn't you have a girlfriend yeah. yet? Why did you say like do you have a girlfriend? Why? why did you news say that, like, to me. Was you surprised if I had? It'll a be girlfriend? news to me because you haven't said anything. I can't lie though. When I get a girl, I'm not gonna tell anyone for time for a while. For a while. Hear it. You know why? Because when I get in a relationship, there's gonna be so many girls that are gonna be burning. Oh, sorry. Not even. <laughs> listen, I'm just being honest. Yeah. There's people that want me that can't have me. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm not saying I'm the most best guy in the world. I'm mm. not. I'm not. Mm. But I know when I get in a relationship, there's going to be some people looking with some evil mm, eye. They're yeah. going to be looking like, wow, just really wanted to pick me. Or people that yeah. maybe, girls that maybe I've hurt in the past. Mm. This girl doesn't deserve this guy. Mm. Or even just doesn't deserve this person. And on that note, guys, <laughs> Joshua, it's been amazing talking to you. Like, Thank you guys, so much man. for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you for I've enjoyed this conversation. You know? For real. It's been, for real. It's been good, man. It's been fun. We need to have some more conversations, yeah, man. Come on. But we just talked a lot. Anyway. Mm. So... Thank you guys for tuning in to the 2 and 2 podcast. As usual, you can listen to 2 and 2 on Apple Music, Spotify, all of that. Mm. And watch it on YouTube. And make sure you tune in to the next one. I'll see you guys. Love. Love you. Sick. <laughs>